Welcome to the Real Politics Podcast, where politics meet Virginia real estate. In this podcast, the Virginia Realtors Government Relations Team discusses issues that impact your business, down from Capitol Square and straight to you. We are broadcasting from the James Center Studios overlooking the Virginia State Capitol. I'm Erin Barton, Deputy Legislative Counsel for Virginia Realtors, and today I'm joining RPAC Development Director Kathy Felton. Hi, Kathy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So we did our intro episode for the team back at the beginning, and Kathy was unable to be with us at that time. She was out of town, and so we wanted to do an episode that would introduce all of our listeners to you, let them know a little bit more about you and what you do here for the association. So welcome. Thank you. So Kathy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, Erin. I'd be glad to. So I grew up in North Carolina. I moved to Virginia in late 80s, and I got involved in real estate. It was a hobby of mine for a while, and then a broker convinced me that I should give it a shot as a career, and I absolutely loved it. I was on the board of directors for my local association the majority of my 11 years, and then served as president and learned a lot about real estate. I felt like being involved was important in making me a better realtor, better educated and more knowledgeable for my clients. And I also enjoyed it. I thought volunteering was a lot of fun. I met lots of people all over the state and then had some changes in my life and so came to Virginia Realtors as a political field rep. It was a two-year pilot program. I'm still here eight years later. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, it's just been real a real education for me on the other side of real estate that a lot of realtors don't understand. Well, why don't you go ahead and describe uh, for our listeners what you do for the association now? Okay. So I am our um, RPAC Development Director. RPAC is the Realtor Political Action Committee. It's the side of political advocacy that is the most misunderstood, I think. RPAC basically is the money that funds legislators or candidates for legislative office at the local, state, and national level. It's that simple. We have volunteers who manage that money and make endorsements of candidates based on strictly a very narrow focus, which is real estate, property rights, small business, and what's good for realtors and what's good for the clients, both in clients and customers. So, Kathy, what do you think is the most misunderstood uh, part of RPAC? So I think it goes to the issue of not just RPAC, but the policy as well. We support legislators or candidates for office who support our issues. And whether you like it or not, in the current political environment, we need to keep people in office who are willing to listen, who are willing to exchange ideas with us, and then craft policy that is good for property rights. It's pretty simple. And then in order to keep those people in office, campaigns are expensive. We need to be able to support them with a monetary contribution. And that's what RPAC does. So, Kathy, can anybody donate to RPAC then? No. um, RPAC is limited to the solicitable class. And what that is are people who are members of the realtor organization. It can be members 
it can be staff, it can be affiliate members, but anyone outside of that class is not eligible to contribute to RPAC. So, for example, this year, the number of people who can give to RPAC are less than 35,000, because that's our membership, less than 35,000. The other thing to know about RPAC is that less than 37% of our membership currently contributes to RPAC, and that is something that needs to change. Having been a realtor, the thing that I understand, and I think what helps me be effective in my role as the development director is that we can't be but so successful in our advocacy efforts without the support of all of our members, and most of our members don't understand the connection that RPAC has to advocacy. I like to tell people that it's related to, if you think in terms of your business and relationships that you have with your termite inspector, your title company, your mortgage lenders, different industry partners that you work with, RPAC is like that as well. We build relationships in our business that are critical to a successful transaction for our clients or our customers. We build relationships with legislators and candidates for office that help us be successful in protecting our business and protecting our clients and customers. And if you think in terms of advocacy as building relationships, an RPAC is a way to keep our realtor champions in office, then it becomes a little bit easier to understand. And a realtor champion is a person who is a candidate or a legislator who is willing to sit down with us, have an honest conversation, not always do what we want, but at least willing to listen to us and compromise on the issues that our members are telling us are important. So if one of our members wanted to get more information on RPAC, uh, where could they go? Is that on our website? Um, They could certainly call me or anybody on the policy team here at the um, Virginia Realtors. Our CEO is you can go to our website as well. You can also go to the NAR website and find out about issues. And I do want to mention that just like the realtor organization has three levels, advocacy and RPAC has three levels. There's the local, there's the state, and there's the national. And all three benefit from the income that comes in through member contributions. Okay, well, thank you for all that information. That was great. Uh, But before uh, we let you go, we've got to put you in the hot seat the same way the rest of the team was put in the hot seat with this fantastic question. Uh, What is something our members might be surprised to learn about you? (laughs) That's that's an interesting question. Um, I would say it is that I absolutely love to play pinball. I would play pinball for hours and hours on end if I was able to do that. Unfortunately, I don't get to do it as often as I like, but when I do, I'm always the last one to leave. (laughs) Well, that is something that is definitely interesting about you that I do not think our members know. So thank you very much, Kathy. Thanks for joining us today. That brings us to the end of our episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast available through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Thanks for listening to the Real Politics Podcast, where politics meet Virginia real estate, down from Capitol Square and straight to you.